0: Hi, everybody. I'm Matt, founder of Live School, and this is the Live School podcast. Our guest today is Sarah Kirtin, principal at Clarkston Elementary School, and that's down in Tyler, ISD, in Texas. Uh, Sarah, so excited to have you on the podcast today. Thanks for being here.
1: Yeah, thanks for having
0: me. You have created a system that your uh, students are really bought into. So I'd love to start with some of the fun stuff. If I'm a student at Clarkston Elementary and I'm working hard in school and making great choices. What are some of the fun ways that I get to celebrate with my teachers and friends?
1: Yeah, so um, we use live school to kind of record those positive things that we see in our classrooms. Um, our students can earn points, and then um, once every three weeks, they get to visit our um, cougar cart, which is like our school store, um, and then the kids get to take their live school points and turn them in for prizes on that cougar cart. Um, we also have behavior parties once in nine weeks um, to, again, celebrate that awesome behavior. So there are certain criteria the kids have, have to meet um, to be able to come to those parties, Um, but at those parties, we do, you know, some really fun, silly, goofy um, activities. We have done a glow-in-the-dark dance party this past month, which was super fun. Um, Coming up next week, we are doing an ice skating party, so they're very excited about that. Um, You know, just some fun things to entice the kids um, or to really just reward those great things that we see in our school and in our classrooms um, and help reiterate to kids, like, you know, we, we see you doing the right thing and we appreciate you doing that.
0: That's awesome. Do you like to ice skate? (laughs) You
1: know, it's going to be an adventure. We're going to to try out some ice skating in Texas. It'll probably be 70 degrees outside, but you know, we're going to do it.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. That sounds like a lot of fun and super special for your students. That's really cool. Let's go back kind of to the beginning when you joined as principal. I'm curious, like kind of what you observed, you know, when it came to motivating positive student behavior and What approach you and the team took to, Mm -hmm. you know, make improvements that that you all thought were needed?
1: Yeah. So I um, became principal at Clarkson last school year. So the 22, twenty three school year. And um, when I started, we had something called Cougar Cash and we had something called a Cougar Cave. And so um, once every nine weeks, the students were allowed to come and take their Cougar Cash and spend it in the Cougar Cave, which was the school star store. Um, And it was a great idea and the kids really liked getting the cougar cash. Um and they really liked spending it. Um, which I mean makes sense, right? My I have a I have a nine year old. Anytime he has cash on his hands it's burning a hole in his pocket and he's gotta spend it too. So um, you know, we We like the idea of that um, tangible reward for students Um, while we want them to be intrinsically motivated. We know that we have to have some kind of tangible external motivator to kind of get them on the right track and keep them going. Right. Um, And so one of the things that we noticed last year was while cougar cash was great and we really liked it it was hard to keep up with first of all um it was the printing every 9 weeks or even sometimes more than that if we gave out more cougar cash than we anticipated um and then it was the upkeep of it so you know a student loses a dollar or another student accidentally takes the other student's cougar cash like just the um the management of that um and then when we had the cougar store it was you know taking all that cash and keeping it and then we literally just throw it away like we would get their cash and throw it away and so it was it seemed kind of a waste um and so you know we searched.
0: not reuse it just curious
1: so we could if it was in good shape but if you think about if a kid and like i said it was once in nine weeks last week last year Mm. so if you think about it if a kid has had Cougar Cash in their pockets or in their backpack or in their desk, you know, all the things that gather on that physical piece of Cougar Cash. <laughs> you might be a little afraid to touch some of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so some of it was reusable, but most of the time not. And, you know, the kids did get smart and they would start writing their name on the back of theirs so that if someone took theirs, they know, like, I got my name on that. So um, it really wasn't a sustainable, reusable tool for us, for our kids. And so um, we brainstormed all the last semester of school, you know, what can we do? We have a behavior committee that meets once a month. And so they were really instrumental in kind of helping us um, pinpoint, like, exactly what are we wanting out of this? And the thing that we were wanting was recognition for the positive behaviors for our kids, reinforcement for them, um, you know, and that just continued um, cycle of if, if you do a great job here, we're going to reward you and we're going to recognize you. And so um, here comes live school. You know, we had heard of another campus in our district um, using live school as well. And so we reached out to them. Um, You know, we had seen Class Dojo and just some other things, um, but we were really looking for something a little bit more robust, something that, um, you know, the kids could earn points, but then they could also use them. But it was in a separate platform where we weren't taking those points away that they earned so to speak when they used it in our store. Right. And so, um, we, uh, met with some of the people from live school and really liked what we heard and saw. And, um, our behavior committee kind of headed up that again Um, they went through the training for live school and kind of laid out um you know what are we going to award points for um how are we going to use this tool so we use live school only as a positive behavior reinforcement um we do document those unwanted behaviors that we might see in live school and that's kind of the beauty of it it took away um like last year we had teachers using class dojo to give points Um, But then we had Cougar Cash. And then we also had a behavior tracking document to document those unwanted behaviors that we were seeing in our classroom. So we had kind of three different systems going on last year. Um, And it's just a lot for teachers to keep up with, you know, and parents, honestly. Um, And so live school kind of took all of those things and married it into one. So we can track those negative behaviors that we don't want on campus, but we don't take away points for them. Um, it's sh- And this kind of just serves like we could pull a report f- for any kid at any time and see, okay, Sarah got a point for um, being prepared in class, but then the next class period, she lost a point for talking when someone else was talking. Um, so it's just kind of a one-stop shop for us. And um, this year, we this is our first year to use live school. And so um, we use it as our cougar Cash, And so The kids get points. And then once every three weeks now, we do a cougar cart. So we bring these carts of treats out to our cafeteria during lunches, and um, our kids get to spend their points in the um, cougar cart store.
0: That's so cool. So I guess with the cart, students kind of see who's getting to go shop. So there's kind of like a social piece to that uh, for the students, something fun that.
1: Right. It's kind of like a social recognition of, hey, you know, so-and-so has been doing a really good job. And so we're going to reward them for that, you know? Um, yeah. But then there's also kind of the redeeming piece of it for some kids, you know, I may have had a rough day this, you know, today, but the next day I rocked it. I did well, I earned a lot of points. And so I could get X at the Cougar card. I may not be able to get the exact thing I wanted, but I could get something that I wanted. Yeah. Through,
0: so, yeah, that's awesome. Um, And I know you mentioned, so you, t- focus on the positives, which is amazing, but you also document the, the, the negatives, You know the choices that, that aren't so great. Teachers are able to do that in one place, which is great. Are there any systems you've developed around like when there is a, a pattern of, of the negatives? Does that impact students in terms of anything in, in, in the system or you really keep it separate? Is that something administrators handle? Just curious. If there's anything you you do with those negatives or it's really just for documentation and parent communication, things like that?
1: Um, on the teacher end, it really is just for documentation and parent communication. However, um, we have student success team or SST meetings um, once a six weeks with our grade levels. And so we do pull up that live school report. And if we see that a student has gotten, you know, several instances of those um negative negative behavior documentations, um, you know, that helps kind of drive our decisions as far as what our student success team does. What kind of supports can we put in place for that kid? Because what are the trends that we're seeing in those behaviors? Um, So it really is nice. It's just a one-stop shop to see those, not only the positive trends, but those unwanted behavior trends. And we can kind of use those to help us make a plan for that kid um, to push them towards success.
0: Well, it sounds like student buy in has been really great. H- have there been any issues with students you know, going, eh, I'm not that interested in in earning any more points and just trying to <laughs> maintain that buying? Because it's such a big challenge, especially post COVID.
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, the first, first, one or two um, cougar cart periods. So the first six weeks of school, because we do it by three weeks, um, the first six weeks of school, they were super motivated. They wanted just to get, you know, as many points as possible for cougar cart. And um, we were seeing some great points. But then, um, you know, as kids do, they get smart um, and they kind of try to work the system a little bit for us. And so um, they were like, okay, well, if I know that, this is what I want Then I only have to get this many points in order to get that, you know? And so we started seeing some of that and we were like, oh man, that's not what we wanted out of this. Um, you know, we want them to work as hard as possible and earn as many points as possible. And so um, one of the things that we started to do is um, we have leadership assemblies once every nine weeks. And in those assemblies, um, we, we do awards for things like perfect attendance, um, A and AB honor roll, our student in the month. Um, and then we have also started a game piece to it. And so, um, in order for the kids to be able to participate in the game, um, before the leadership assembly, um, our leadership team sits down and we look and say, okay, in second grade, you know the majority of the points are in the two to 300 range so let's do a cutoff of x points and so let's say the cutoff is 250 points so at leadership assembly we highlight all the kids in that grade level that have 250 or more points and then live school has a tool called the randomizer which we didn't know about um we had a teacher bring it up to us and she was like have you guys seen this and we we're like no and so we started playing around with it i was like oh this is genius this is what we needed so um we use the randomizer and the randomizer only select or, you know know, selects one kid out of all those kids um, that have the point goal. And then those kids are chosen to play in our game that we play um, at the end of our leadership assembly. And we just do fun, silly games with them. Um, We've done head, shoulders, knees, plate. We've done um, bottle flip competitions, just silly things that, you know, like I get, I get onto the kids at lunch, like don't flip bottles. You guys need to eat your lunch, you know, but letting them do those things in assembly. Um, And so, You know, that's really helped us kind of work around that little that little workaround that they had um, because they never know what the point cutoff is going to be. And so they're always trying to say, okay, I'm going to try to get more, you know, as much as possible so that I can maybe be one of those kids that are chosen to play in the game.
0: That's so neat. And it kind of combines a little bit of like more intrinsic motivation and and. Mm -hmm fun and experience. It's not just about the tangibles, which is another really, really cool aspect of, of what you've done. Um, is that something your committee came up with? You all were just kind of brainstorming or how did that come about?
1: In the rewards portion of live school, there is a menu. And so we always put our menu up for the kids before cougar cart. And so they know like, i have i have got to get 150 points to get a baby bottle pop or something like that. And so they're like, well, they have a workaround cause they kind of know what they need to get to. And so that came up, um, in our behavior committee meeting of what can we do to get around that? Um, and so, you know, then we had another teacher bring up the randomizer and and the idea was born of okay, let's let's try this out. And so it's worked for now. Um, I'm sure yeah. in a couple of months they're going to find something else to work around, and we'll have to <laughs> pivot again. But um, it's working well for now.
0: Well, I think it's great for those listening who might be planning or running their own positive behavior system because it really does show it's not a set it and forget it type mm-hmm. of thing. Like mm-hmm. you really need to be looking for okay, what what problems are there? Come up with solutions and keep keep moving throughout the year. Um, so it's really cool to see those examples. One thing I want to ask about, just so others can understand, what does your behavior committee look like? Is it teachers as well as administrators or just admin or how, how is that kind of comprised and how does that work?
1: It's a group of teachers um, and then our assistant principal and myself and our counselor. Um, and so we ask teachers to sign up for committees at the very beginning of the year. Um, and then we kind of strategically, you know, make sure that we have equal representation from our younger grade levels to our older grade levels, um, because we are a um, pre-K through five campus. And so we want to make sure that we, you know, hear from all the voices because, you know, like the... Um, the behavior challenges that we may see in a pre-K classroom are going to be different than a fifth grade classroom. Um, And conversely, like the rewards are going to have to look a little bit different for those grade levels. So um, it is a, you know, a teacher and um, administrator, driven um committee. You know, we we come up with the agenda for them. Like we have a meeting this afternoon um and we just ask for their feedback and their honesty and then they take it back to their teens. Mm-hmm. And then you know it's kind of that back and forth. So they're kind of like the liaisons for their um grade level area.
0: The House of representatives for you know, for your point system. Do what um, now Oh I, I was just joking. The House <laughs> of Representatives oh. like,
1: uh, Yeah the House of Representatives, you. there we go. Yeah.
0: Very cool. Um, I'm curious just for you personally, you were a teacher uh, years back Mm -hmm. at this school and now you're a principal. What's that experience been like?
1: Um, It's been very surreal. Uh, You know, I was an assistant principal, obviously, before I came a principal and um, never in a million years did I think I would be able to come back here. Um, But what a blessing it has been. Clarkson was my first school home um, when my husband and I moved back to Texas. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, it's been like an absolute pleasure and honor to be back here as principal. Um, And it just kind of brings a different perspective, I think, to me, um, because like I know I know what the teachers are facing here at this campus. Um, I know the community. Because I was a teacher here. And so um, I hope that that gives me, you know, um, a better understanding of what my teachers are going through on a day- daily basis. I hope that gives families a better sense of, you know, Miss Curton was a teacher here. And so she kind of knows the population, the kids, those kind of things. So,
0: yeah. Oh, that that's so great! Um, I hope everyone listening is giving a big round of applause. It, it's really cool what what you and and your team have done, uh, have accomplished so far this year. I know I'm sure there's still a million things you're, you know, uh, planning and wanting to yes. to accomplish. Never done. <laughs> of course, never done. Um, I would love to wrap up just with some bigger picture questions, uh, if that's okay. Um, one is uh, any thoughts as a principal that you have about. Sort of students today versus students maybe, you know, when we were growing up or, you know, a couple of generations ago and some of the maybe things that they're dealing with, but also some of the new pressures for administrators in terms of trying to reach students and create student buy-in and uh, really make the school environment resonate with kids today. I'm just curious, you know, you've, you have a live experience. experience, but any, anything you've noticed uh, in your time as an educator?
1: Yeah. um, You know, school's harder for kids these days just because there's a lot more outside influences. When we were growing up, there wasn't, you know, we had Sega Saturns and, you know, exactly. Nintendo 64s maybe, but that was about it. You know, we didn't have cell phones and TikTok and Facebook and um, Instagram, all the outside influences. And so... Um, you know, we really just heard mostly from our parents and our parents were, you know, you need to do well in school. um, You have to get an education, those kind of things. Whereas now our kids are faced with not only hearing from their parents of you need to do well in school, those kind of things, but they also have that outside influence and it may not always be the greatest influence on them. Um, And they have that, they have more of a social pressure now um, to fit in and what's cool and what's not cool. Um, You know, and I think that, the behavior systems that we're building on campus really help us to show them like these these are the things that are cool. It's cool to be respectful in school. It's cool to do the right thing. It's cool to do your homework because you're going to get rewarded in life. Um not only extrinsically, but intrinsically, you will see that you will have some benefits even further on down the road. Um, So yeah, it's way harder to be a kid these days with those outside influences. And then, um, you know, the, the curriculum, the, the standards in each grade level have gotten harder um, since we were in kid. When I was in kindergarten, I took naps in kindergarten. That is not a thing anymore. Um, You know, you got to read when you get out of kindergarten. And so, Um, You know, it's just there's a lot more not only pressure socially from kids, but academically, there's a lot more pressures as well. And so we have to do our job as educators to just make sure that um, kids see the positive here at school and um, feel loved and feel welcomed and feel rewarded, too, because they've got to see. Yeah, I'm doing a good job and I'm going to get rewarded for that. You know, they need that. They do need that extrinsic motivation right now.
0: Yeah. I love that. I think that that might be a, a quote I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna use that uh, your 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 behavior system is kind of trying to show kids it's cool to do the right thing, mm-hmm. especially competing with those outside influences. The bar is higher,
1: mm-hmm. you know.
0: Um, mm-hmm. And and school needs to be a place where kids feel like, wow, this is you know this is kind of fun, and I get what's expected, and and it's you know it, it's something I, I feel a part of. It it's also just really interesting because you said you're. a uh, pre-K to five school. And you're still seeing those outside influences where I feel like at least when I was growing up, you know, maybe by middle school and high school, there were some of those pressures creeping in. But in those early grades, you know, it there wasn't as much of that. But it sounds like, you know, the social media influence and things like that you, you and your staff do see uh, even in those earlier grades.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. There's just there's more access to kids all of those things you know whereas yeah. when we were growing up you had a bag phone if you you know were tra- traveling or whatever and your parents were the only one that had access to that one whereas now there's a phone in everyone's hands so
0: yeah yeah I was laughing I, I think we're probably a similar generation because you said N64 and Sega Genesis those were definitely my right <laughs> <laughs> that was my childhood too for sure um awesome just one last maybe big picture Question: If you could put up a, a billboard, a message on a billboard that every principal in the whole country would see every morning, is there any message you've kind of learned or that you're really, you know, telling yourself maybe that uh, you would you would put up on a that you would want to share on a billboard?
1: Yeah, I think I would say, um, you know, be the positive and show the positive uh, because there's so much outside, so many outside influences, all the noises. Um, you know there's always going to be negativity around you and that's always going to be the front runner unless you make it a priority to be the positive and show the positives in your school um and i think you know our system that we've created this year has really helped us um to really focus on that more and helped our kids as well Um, because like I said we just use live schools as that positive behavior reinforcement we do document the unwanted behaviors but um, we only give points to those positive things we see and our kids need to see that you know no matter how hard of a day that they're having or how much they struggle academically they need to see those positives that they can do and can achieve and we need to show that um, you know as a school
0: well, thank you. Uh, so fun to just learn a little bit more about what, what you and your staff have done. Um, and it's, of course, we're very happy to be able to support it in a small way. Um, if anyone listening had a question or a follow-up for you, is there any easy way to get in touch?
1: Of course. You can always um, shoot me an email. It's just Sarah sarah.curatin um, at tyleric.org or... Um, I'm always a call away as well. If you go to the um, Clarkson Elementary website and Tyler ISD has my contact information all on there and I'd love to talk to you.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much uh, for your time and uh, hope you keep on doing what you're doing. All right.
1: Thank you, sir.